and we are back with another episode of Ladies First. You might have noticed we had some new intro music. You might have noticed we have a new logo for the show. So we are just all sorts of new things today. So I'm Corey. Sahara is back with me. Alejandra is back with me. We're going to talk Hello. about changes. Hello. We're up for a sequel round of the teleserial drama we did. Yes. Because, you if know, you... it's not a summer without wacky hijinks. And if you don't know what the heck we're talking about, there will be a link below to the first one. Yes, which great. you should go read because it was pretty fun. But I think I think we might be able to top ourselves. Well, we're going to do our best. Be. I'm going to be dungeon mastering, so to speak, and just lobbing in <laughs> ridiculous prop points that they have to work themselves around. I'm certainly going to try. <laughs> 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 so a little bit of background, just so if you aren't going to, you know, go back and listen to the first one, even though we think you should, a uh, little <laughs> bit of background, Alejandra is going to be approaching this from the teledrama aspect, you know, Mexican teledramas, and Sahara is going to be approaching this from her serials, the South Asian serials from India and Bangladesh, and they are both, you know, um, out there in their own ways. So we're going to take two <laughs> special brands of out there and we're going to mash them together and see what kind of magic we can create. It's going to be a beautiful time. Okay. Yes. Sahar, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Let's do it. Alejandra, are you ready? Same. Okay. <laughs> Push my pen open. Just... Okay, I'm going to pick a number between 1 and 10. Whichever of you guesses the closest gets to go first with naming your character. Oh, snap. Okay. Oh. Sahar, what's your number? Six. Okay. I'm going to say two. Okay, the number was seven, so Sahar gets to go first. Okay, um, I'm going to name my character Thara, which means star. And um, she's going to be 24. And do we have a location? Because that helps with plotting. Well, that's the point of you getting to go first. You get to choose that. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, let's do... Last time, I think we just like picked somewhere randomly. Let's do the United States, and let's do a city on the East Coast to be determined, pending okay. Alejandra. Alejandra because... gets to choose the city. Yeah. A city on the Alejandra. So we have Farah, who's 24... <laughs> And is somewhere as of yet to be determined by Alejandra in the east coast of the U.S. Quick background: What's her job? Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a plot point for the Bengali serials, and I'm gonna make it that she works in a business company. Wait, we did that last time. Dang it! No, I take it back. She doesn't work in a business company. She's a musician. She's okay. a she's a traditional singer. There we go. Okay, is she struggling? Is she successful? Is she on the cusp? She's struggling because they're always struggling. There's no success in these stories when they start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is she single? Is she dating somebody? Yes, she's, she... she's single. She's single. Okay, do her parents, does she live with her parents? She lives with her parents because she's single, so therefore she would never be married. She um, has an older sister. And so the family is struggling, and because it has to be like this in every Bengali serial, her mother is totally dead, because that just has to happen. So dead mom. Dead mom. So she dad doesn't is... live with her parents, she lives with her dad. 
Yes, and her memory of her mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and her grandma. You have to remember the okay, grandma. Okay, I'm giving you your first plot twist. Okay. Mom's a ghost. I love it. <laughs> so so this is Sahara's first plot twist that I've thrown down that she has to work in. Mom is a ghost. And Mom only Sahara can see her. Yeah. Oh, only only Thara? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you know what? The, let's just keep going with that train of thought. So she's a struggling singer. She has an older sister who is doing fine. But, like, her father is trying to get her married. And her mom is the ghost that only she can see because her mom was uh, murdered by someone in their extended family to be determined. And she has to avenge her mom while she's also dealing with whoever she's about to meet that Alejandra will introduce. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alejandra, we are over to you. First up, you got to pick the city. Uh, pick a city in the East Coast. I'm I'm looking at a map on my phone because if, if I'm honest, I'm not, like, super versed on geography. Um, but let's, like, not do New York. Yeah, because that's, that's kind of why I was like, I don't know which city I want to do because I don't want to do New York. It's always fun. And well, do, have- like... Boston, uh, Baltimore, Charleston, Miami. Um, God. Let's do Miami. Miami. Okay. All right. Because we hate our characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, as far as the novella goes, we do have a lot of Latin Americans there. Exactly. So this is true. It so is. that's good for the setting. Okay. So it's in Miami with Farah and her single father who's trying to get her married and her struggling music career and her ghost mommy who got murdered alejandra (laughs) introduce us to your character okay um so this time i'm gonna go classical and name her julieta right okay um and slightly older perhaps 20 almost 30 like 28 ish okay uh, and she lives in Miami because, and I'm going to steal from telenovelas here today, uh, because she was uh, she was living in, in Guadalajara, in Mexico, and she was going to get married, but she discovered that her fiancé was cheating on her, and that, <laughs> <laughs> and that, uh, and that it was with her sister, and her mother knew. Oh, uh, and so she decided to escape, and oh, she this is faked like her. Extreme version Runaway Bride. Yes, she. So she wait, wait for it. She faked her own death. <gasps> wow! And you then moved. And then moved to her to to Miami, where her aunt lives, her mother's sister, who's gay. Oh. But okay. and and so she had been like exiled from the family because she was gay, and so she ran away to be with her aunt in Miami. And I don't know. She's Julieta knows she likes ladies, or is this going to be a discovery? Oh dear. Um. Yeah, I think she does. I think she does know. I think she, you know, her fiance might have been a woman. I don't know. <laughs> and she cheated on her with her oh, sister no. <laughs> um and so yeah okay yeah, so think, i'm gonna so. throw down a curveball for you which is really going to impact how you and sahir have to go with this because i want to put a little bit of diversity in here um and julieta is deaf okay 
Wow, did you really just take that from the television show I was telling you about last week? <laughs> no. I was telling I was doing that because it would make it harder for you with your musical character. That's so funny. Okay, quick quick side note for the listeners. There's literally a show coming out starting on um the next Monday and it's about a deaf character who wants to become a pilot. And I told Corey about this. So I bet subconsciously she just remembered that. That's really funny. <laughs> Anyways, Julieta is deaf. Okay. And Sara has a ghost mommy that's trailing her around and haranguing her. Okay. Like not haranguing her, but in that sense of everybody she meets that she would be interested in. Her mom has something to say. <laughs> so you have to be thinking about what it's going to be like when those two meet, Sahar. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, well, so they're both in Miami. What does Julieta do? What's her job? I mean, I'm thinking because she she probably just moves her on a whim. She's probably not. She's probably undocumented, I'm thinking. Perhaps. Jeez. You know, throwing, why, why throwing something we, um, else in there. Let, let's make this a little bit easier and say right now, like, her aunt had gotten her citizenship and right now she's working towards a green card. Because that seems like a lot of extra, a lot yeah, of extra that, work. that's very extra. Yes, so she's I'm sorry. working on her green card, but there's so she, a ton of restrictions on her. Yeah. She's, she she's can't like, get wrapped up into anything shady, because if she does, then goodbye green card. Yes. Um, oh, question though, is COVID happening or no? Because if COVID's happening, this whole this whole story is going to take a left turn. It's set in 2025. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This Perfect. is post COVID. They're all vaccinated. Okay. Amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> um, yes. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she has like a really uh, lame, like, just temp jobs for for now. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my own twist into this if I'm allowed to do that. Why don't no. we have them meet? No, no, I'm the dungeon master. You are not taking my job. <laughs> so then tell us. So then tell us what's the next thing. Okay, we have our characters set. I'm mm-hmm. gonna help Alejandra out here with a job because we also have to take into account that Julieta is deaf, so she does right, have some right. limitations on jobs she could do. So she mainly works as a programmer. Okay. So it's very easy for her to code. They have a meet cute because the studio that Sara goes to sometimes is installing a new server. And Julieta. <laughs> okay, I, I'm drawing from my real world experience. Julieta I love drew the it. short straw. And even though she's normally not the one to go out there and do that, they're short that day. So she gets to go over and finish the installation for it and make sure everything's up and networking and the programs are running like they should. Right. So yes. that's their meet cute. She's literally showing up at the studio that Thara has decided to go into today because her mom kept haranguing her to go in. <laughs> <laughs> so of course you have to do the whole I talk to you what you're, while your back is turned to me and I think you're really rude because you're not yeah oh my god <laughs> why do you think I set it up like that <laughs> <laughs> yes okay you two start building okay well I'm gonna say that they have that moment where Tara is like calling at Julieta and being like hello hello 
whatever. And then, of course, Julieta doesn't hear. And actually, you know what, what could be interesting is maybe Julieta is wearing headphones because maybe her deafness isn't that, like, she's fully deaf. Maybe she can still hear some sound. So it's, like, an extra level of, like, is this person just really ignoring me? What the heck? But then Julieta turns around and signs that she is deaf. And I'm going to have to cut in here for realism's sake. Uh, she would be having head, uh, her hearing aids. They have yeah. Wi-Fi now. That's amazing. Yeah. So a little bit of, hey, did you know, there are hearing aids with Wi-Fi, and that's how you could listen to music. So she wouldn't need headphones. Even better. Technology is amazing. So then she turns around. She signs that she is deaf. And I'm going to say that, because I can, Tara actually knows some ASL because she took it when she was in college. And so she signs back. And she's like, who are you? What are, like, what are you doing here? And then they, Julieta says, Julieta says that she's installing the programs. And then Alejandra, what happens next? Um, and, um, well, mm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that just seems too easy, you know? Like We have, we have, we have time. I mean, we've got a ghost Okay. story still and a murder case to solve and everything else <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no they they meet and they're they're like sparks or whatever and then uh she uh julieta gets called or gets text gets a text from her boss like come back uh we need you emergency bye and so <laughs> oh, no um and so julieta has to leave quickly and um when she leaves, uh, it's it, is it Thera or Thara? Thara, yeah, like T A R A. Yes. Oh yeah, Thara realizes that she didn't get her number, and Persons. so now she has to locate her. Well, Thara happens to have been at the studio before, so she just asked the person who runs the studio if she can find that information. And the person who runs the studio is like, mm, I don't know about that, but I can find the company's phone number, and then you can go from there. So then Thara has to sit down and Google this lady and find her. And then, um, let's see, how she going to locate her? And then her, her mom is yelling at her for Facebook stalking her instead of going over and talking to her like an adult. You don't know South Asian moms at all. She would have been the first to go stalk her. That sounds weird. The ghost would have been the first to stalk her. Her mom already knows. Her mom was like, if you think I made you go into the studio today, I wouldn't have brought you in if I didn't think she was good enough for you. Well, in that case, she's still like, why are you doing this? Like, why didn't you get her phone number? But she's still like, okay, use Facebook to find her. And so she does because it's 2025. And probably at this point, we can locate each other by tapping our wrists. I don't know. Okay. Like, it's things are weird in our world. And so, and so Tara finds her. And they start talking some more. And they sit down and they decide to go, like, after she's found her and done all that. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's let's like spice it, spice it up a little. So uh, okay. she she goes to find her, but little does she know that Julieta is also looking for her. So she uh, is like going to a gig that she had, uh, which she she's late to because she went to find her at the studio at the uh, office where she works. And and Ooh. Julieta has like her aunt with her, and her aunt is like, "Why do you want to go to a music gig?" Um, you never want to go to these things because then everybody's like talking to you and you hate it and whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so they have like like that moment and then and then um, Tara just comes back 
and is like, uh, oh, I'm sorry I'm late uh, because I was looking for someone, but then I didn't find them. And then they like literally bump into each other again. And it's like very cute. Amazing. And there's music playing and there's a super slow-mo reaction shot of her aunt and anyone else in the room that may or may yeah. not be recorded in the store later. Always thunder. <laughs> Well, and also in the shows, there's always the like tum -da 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 like music, yeah. and it's really hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> so they're sitting and they're getting to know each other, and things are going well. And then, you know, Julieta asks about her family, Tara, about her family, and Tara's like, you know, I have a dad, and I have a mom, but she passed away, and. She decides not to say anything else because, like, you're not going to tell someone the first time that you sit down with them that, like, your mom's a ghost and was murdered. And you're the only person who knows this. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like, I already trust her. This is amazing. And, like, the next few, I feel like we should, like, be thoughtful about timing, too, because it can't just all happen in the first, like, 300 episodes. We have to, like, spend some time working our way up to that. So, like, in the first, like, 10 episodes, it's just them, like, continuously, like, getting to know each other and like running into each other um like outside of their work and like that kind of stuff but i'm trying to figure out whether or not i want her like if i want there to be any like aggression from the rest of the family members because last time we did this we did have that but i feel like this time like it's 2025 they're like even though Julieta's parents may not have been supportive her aunt obviously is and i'm gonna say that thara's family is too because They've just, they've already dealt with so much, they didn't want to lose their youngest daughter. I think and her at this point, her dad just wants her to find somebody and settle down. Yeah. Because he's like, I need to get both of my daughters married. Like, what, what is happening? Um, and Thara and her sister are only a year apart. So it's not as, like, like culturally, it's not as uh, weird that, like, neither of them are married necessarily. It's more like, we're, in, we're not in our home country, which would be India in this case. So it's just taking longer to find, like, the perfect person for my kids. So while he's out with his, like, other extended family members who don't need names, like, they're all trying to, like, continue to find people. And eventually we get to the point where, like, now the family members have to meet. So I feel like at this point what would make sense would be Alejandra, uh, um, Alejandra's aunt, good grief, Julia's <laughs> aunt, <laughs> and, and Thara's older sister to meet somehow. But Alejandra, I'm going to leave that up to you. I think I think uh, that Julieta's aunt would be cool, like completely cool with her dating a woman, of course. But I do think she would be like very protective of her. Yeah, for uh, sure. Just because of what ha what's happened to her before, uh, mm -hmm. and also how like society would treat her, uh, just because of her, you know, disability and the the whatever the her um, obstacles that she'd have. Three things working against her. <laughs> Yeah, so she, so she has to, so the, the, like, that can be, like, a, like, a micro point of contention where she's, like, whenever Tara's around, like, she, like, the aunt is, like, hi, hmm, you're under, you, you know, you're still under investigation, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, and then she continues to prove is, you know, her, that, that she's, that she's cool and that she's, you know, she's catching up on our, on, on her ASL and, and even learning some, uh, MSL, um, and stuff uh, because sign languages are different all over the world. Right. Right. Uh, and so she, uh, da, 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 da. so, so her aunt, how would you describe her older sister? That is older, older sister. Honestly. Okay. So usually 
in these cases, the older sister is either like super supportive or a pain in the butt and always causing problems. But I'm feeling in a good mood, so I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna have her be super supportive. And her sister name can be um, Shonali. So we've got Tara and Shonali. And so Shonali is like super supportive of her sister's music career and wants her to do everything. And I'm gonna say that she's um, she's got like a fancy. I don't know. Let her be a lawyer. Why not? She's a lawyer. She's doing great. And that might be partly why it's harder for her dad to find someone for her because he's really picky about like who my daughters will marry. She Not needs only... to be a good two or three years older than her sister. <clears throat> Fine, she's let's do it. She's a and she's gone through law school. I know, I'm like supposed to be the one throwing out all the weird curveballs and I'm here like, well, reality <laughs> check. Well, what? no, because she's 22 and then she was school in three. Oh yeah, you're right. Because 27, fine, let's make her 30 then. And she's like got her first like uh, a show. Hey, lawyer whatever this doesn't have to be real i'm gonna work this out sister is 29 she's actually living on her own and that's the big part of contention is because she wanted to move out and be her own woman and she's not really down on being Okay, so is she is she a gay? No, she just doesn't. She's very career oriented. No, 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 no. no but I, I'm asking because you know we have an aunt who's like the cool ex- exiled gay of the family. Wait, how no, old is the I aunt? That's I too like tidy. Like... <laughs> yeah, too tidy. Yeah, like, but wait, actually, though, you say this, you say that it's too tidy, but it has absolutely happened where two characters from one family get married to two characters from another family. However, for it to not be as tidy. We're going to need to throw in a random family member who hates everybody and is going to be gunning because there needs to be some kind of I'm gunning well, yeah, for the money. That's going to be the auntie who murdered her mom. Here's well, your next okay. curveball. Okay, which auntie? Her mom's sister. Her mom's sister or her mom's sister-in-law? No, her mom's sister, and she wasn't even aiming for her mom. She was aiming for the dad because oh, well, the dad I was gonna spurned say- her advances. Oh, I was going to say maybe it's just because she wanted to marry him. But that the sprint advances works, too. That That's... Well, wait. Let's... Okay. You know what? I'm going to add another... I'm adding a little, like, uh, juice to this. Let, not just spurned advances, but specifically, their marriage was arranged. But then he fell in love with her sister. He fell in love with her younger sister. And then they got married, even though she tried, like, pre the story, right? Like, pre any of this even happening, she tried... A whole year, like every other th- uh, teleserial, to like stop the wedding and like make it so that she w- couldn't have anything happen. And even when the rituals are going on, because it's a Hindu family, of course, um, all of the rituals happen. And then eventually, she killed she killed her sister on Thara's first birthday because they were having a family party, and she showed up and she was trying to poison her dad, but instead she poisoned the mom. So Thara's never even known her mom, which makes this even more depressing. So Except this whole she does time she, know her mom because she sees as her. As a ghost. As a ghost. But as she a very... doesn't... And, like, as a ghost in that, like, she's only able to see her certain times because if... Like, in Hinduism and, like, in context of, like, the serials, for her to be able to, like, hold on to the earthly plane this long means that she's super pissed. So it's not necessarily... It's like, she loves her daughter... But she's also, like, holding on because of, like, sheer anger and, like, wants revenge, too. So she's probably not as exciting to be around and is more scary than, like, loving. But so, 
But Listen. because this lady is now interested in Thara, the younger sister, Auntie is getting a little pingy again because she's just seeing it's like, oh, the little sister. Of course, it's her kid and the little sister, and that's what—that's the little hair trigger that starts setting her off. I feel so, like we have a Hamlet situation on our hands. Oh, no. I... Alejandra, I'm not done with you. <laughs> oh no, no, because have... your auntie, your auntie, your Tia is going to be a werewolf. Okay, what? Yeah, <laughs> but why that's does that your... matter? Oh, wait, no. Work that in. Yeah, nope. That's that's down from the DM. You have to figure out a way to work that in. Maybe that's why she's exiled. Right. Because, I mean, why, why would... Gay, but the real reason is because she is a werewolf and killed someone. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I was saying, like... like um, I thought you were going to make Julieta the werewolf. But that that Juli- no, the, like, Julieta was, was gay, like, is gay, and was going to marry a woman. Like, why would they exile the aunt... Yeah, because she's gay, you know, she's like a werewolf. <laughs> gay was the cover story. It was, yeah, right. So this is so chaotic. I love Julieta, Julieta definitely wants to know, like, why were you exiled? You have to tell me, because when I came out, like, nothing happened, um, and so she's keeping that secret. Of now course, they both have secrets. Ghost mommy, werewolf auntie. You're welcome. And the werewolf. Auntie is like very angry at Julieta's mom, so obviously she wants to sort of she kind of wants revenge for for uh for being exiled and also she kind of wants to throw it in the face of the mother that she's that Julieta trusts her now and not her mother and so they I think they have to get a call like they have to get a call. Like the the aunt has to get a call. Like, oh, I need you. I I need money from you because my husband's dying. Right? That would be Julieta's father. Okay. And so that's throwing because it, I think it's time to throw the the rest of the family into the mix because you know. Right. Right. Really quick, do they know each other's secrets yet? No. Okay. It's only it's only like episode fifty. It's going to take until okay. episode one hundred to do that. Okay. No, because, like, her mother, like, Julieta's mother or her fiancé has to, like, walk up to her one day, uh, you know, for that to be the big the big reveal. Okay, anyways, moving on. So, Julieta's mother calls Julieta's aunt begging for money. because We should name sudden... these characters, too. <laughs> huh? We should also name them, because now I can't keep track of who's who. Okay, Julieta's mom is calling Julieta's aunt for money because now suddenly Julieta's dad is sick. Yes. And to turn the screws, Julieta's ex-fiance has now married her sister. Good grief! Yes. (laughs) But it's, you know, super (laughs) regretful of having cheated and when she finds out that Julieta's alive, of course she's going to want her back. You know what I mean? Wait, she thought Julieta's was dead? Yeah, no, no, because no, we Julieta... did the whole she faked her death. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. So, see, this was episode one. I've already lost the plot. Yeah, That's see, what happens we're... when you watch a serial. I wanted to inject <laughs> some more chaos into this. So now we have werewolf auntie, murderous auntie, um, 
ex-fiance who is now married to her sister but now knows Juliet is alive and wants her back and now poor Thara is just like I didn't ask for any of this <laughs> well okay so if I'm allowed to continue from this point I'm gonna just say that Thara is now successful like she has enough drama and it's, it's gonna be too chaotic trying to remember just like in a serial itself like trying to remember all of the 20 different plot threads we now have going so we're gonna fast forward just like a couple weeks and she's had her huge break her family obviously supports her. Her dad, of course, is like, dude, you're, this is great. This is another thing I can be like, hello, look at my beautiful, talented daughter. Someone marry her. Hello, please. Please. <laughs> She's right here. <laughs> She's waiting. <laughs> so while her dad continues to like try to find someone, um, so it's obviously it would mess up the plot for him to find two family members, like a family of two to marry his daughters because clearly Julieta exists. Um, he does find... He does find a, a husband for the older daughter, but is this? Am I allowed to say that the husband that he finds is actually Julieta's ex-fiance's uh, best friend? Because why not? And yeah, so sure. now it's bringing the whole cast of chaos together. And since it's 2025, <laughs> people are lost. <laughs> and people are allowed to travel and whatever. Maybe Julieta's fiance. Maybe okay. So the the fiance and sister are married, right? But they're both really apologetic, and they really miss their sister and so now sister in law. And they that they thought how was do they dead. find they they thought was dead? But how do they find out? Because the wait. mom called. So no wait. So if if we're gonna do that, the the fiance who's like um, the ex. Oh my god, the the guy who's, who's uh, Julieta's ex fiance's best friend. Yeah. So that that's gotta be how they how they do it. Like, oh my god, we're going to my sister's uh, engagement party wedding thing. Yeah. Um, in like Cancun or something. Let's um, do it. And everybody's there, and you know Julieta's obviously there as as the plus one. And suddenly her entire family is there. <laughs> we have brilliant oh, tense music. We have brilliant tense thunder music. Um, we have uh, the reaction shots on every single family member. So now we've got reaction shots on the ghost mom, the dad, the two sisters, the fiance. Well, okay, now the husband. We should name these people. Anyways. We have an ice cream truck in the background. Why not? Totally. Who doesn't love ice cream? And Actually, hold great. on. I think we have thunder music on here. Give me just a second. <laughs> we do thunder and lightning. I Amazing! Just you just got your I love thunder. It. Thank Somebody you. faints. The mom. Um, oh, Julieta's mom faints. Julieta's mom and Aunt Julieta's sister, who like stole her bride. <laughs> yes. And now has to face the music, which she never thought she would have to because her, her sister died. And it was kind of sad, but also convenient. And now everyone is like, what is going on? And Thara's dad is like, no, no, this is not happening. I don't care what your problem is. You will deal with this family drama after we're done with this engagement party because we have rituals to follow. And I don't know what you guys do in your culture, but we don't mess this up. So he just pauses all of the chaos and he pauses all of the drama which is good, too, because the audience at this point, this would probably be airing on a Saturday if this was in India, because they always air Sunday to Saturday, and then you get, like, a day off, and then it's, like, coming on Monday. Big episode. And so the big episode promo is this, which is happening right now, where he's, like, we're going to hold. 
pause, please. And they do the rituals. The engagement is solidified. They, like, hand each other the ring and feed each other the sweets, and they get all of that done. But then all of the other guests, because, of course, at this point, there's, like, hundreds of people there at this huge engagement party for these two big families, and everyone's really excited. And then, of course, when Julieta walks in with, with Dara, um, because, like, she was helping her soon-to-be, well, technically, you know, sister-in-law, future sister-in-law, with her clothing or something like that, because, of course, we need them all in the same room, all the women in the same room, whatever. And then when they walk out and mom and sister pass out, all of the guests start muttering in the background and gossiping, and that's when he's like, no, this is, I'm not a TV show. I don't care if this is what it sounds like. So then after all of that's said and done, engagement is finished, everybody else leaves, and then we have this huge blowout, like, yelling match. And then Alejandra, what, what do you think happens during the yelling match? I mean, uh, there's there's crying. There's you were you're alive. How can how can you be alive? And and she's like, I just uh, I I didn't want to be here anymore. And then there's the whole, uh, but how can you do this to us? And then Julieta's like, well, how could you have like cheated on me? And then you slept with my fiance and you lied about it. And it's like, I don't care what you think. Um, and then, of course, there's... I mean, is there... That's the only drama that's happening, right? Because maybe the aunt who killed the mother is here, too. Yeah, because... I've been, I... Okay, I've been toying with this, and we we don't have to do this because it might be a little extreme, but, like, what if the aunt, after she killed her sister, ended up marrying her original love? And so this whole time... Dara has actually been raised by her aunt and her father. Is that a little much? I feel like it might be a little bit much. What do you guys think? I think much is what we're after. Yeah. All right. Then let's. Go okay. So then, so then this whole time, her mom has been because t- I, I like the idea that like as a as a child, like Dara didn't know the full story because like obviously being able to see a ghost is already sketchy enough, right? Like ghost whispers is enough of an issue. But then as she gets older. And she starts realizing that, like, her whole childhood, because it's not like Cinderella, but, like, this whole time, her aunt has definitely been kind of weird towards her and her sister, and both her and her sister, Shonali, have been like, we don't know what's happening, but, like, dad is, was really sad, because, like, maybe it takes a couple years, right? Because, so, if Shonali's older, she would have known her mom a little bit longer, so maybe it's when Dara turns, like, four or five, that, like, sister comes back, aunt comes back into their lives, and then they get married, so there's a little bit time for dad to grieve, and it's not as, like, weird and like over the top in a bad way right because we want this to be over the top in a fun way so anyways they get married blah 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 blah, fast forward to 2025 right now and um at this point thara knows that it's her aunt or does she do do we want her to know or do we want her to still be figuring it out Corey, what do you think so as the dungeon master Mm, i think she should know by now okay so she knows by now that it's her aunt and so maybe for the last, like, year or two that she's known, she's been grappling with, like, mom wants revenge and will never be happy and be able to, like, pass on if I don't, like, avenge her. But also, like, this lady raised us. And even if she wasn't perfect, she raised us. And, like, dad is happy or at least not wanting to, like, fight people. You know, like, there's that. There's definitely that um, back and forth that she's having in- internally. And so maybe now that she's seeing all the stuff happening with Julieta's family... She's like, no, like, it's important that the truth is known. But that's where I'm kind of stuck, because if we're only on episode 100, we still have to get to 200 more episodes before, like, the big finale where they solve all the problems and live happily ever after. Wait, wait. Does does the, the ghost have any, like, physical powers on Earth? Um, I think 
she would like to, and at this point she's developed the ability to, like, cause some mischief, but I don't think she's able to, like, harm anyone necessarily, because otherwise that would have solved our problem, right? She would have already, like, killed her sister-in-law, and that would have been the end of it. I don't but, know. I feel like, like amidst all the fighting and and uh, and stuff, like well, obviously, you know, the, Julieta's family are sign yelling over here, and and uh, there's there's a lot of there has to be a lot of tension between Tara and Julieta, right? Because right, it's like right. you didn't tell me you were gonna get married, right? Um, so there's there's that thing, and then because I wait, I feel like for this to work. Perhaps the ghost has to be a recent thing. A recent thing? Yeah, like, because how, how could she have lived, like, her whole life knowing that her aunt, who's raising her, killed her mother? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think she only she only learned recently. Yeah. Like, she's been able to see the ghost, but she only learned recently because, like, maybe it took time. Like, because my thing is, like, I don't think, and then based on any of the the serials that I've watched... We're getting, like, really into the nitty-gritty. But this is what happens when we're, when we're doing it, because it has to be semi-realistic for the TV shows. If this were actually to air, it needs to make sense, because yeah. audiences like it to make some kind of sense. So, sidebar for listeners. In um, serials, when we have the ghost characters and they're able to do anything, depending on the plot point, like, because of the way Hinduism works, the whole reason they're ghosts is it means that, like, their soul hasn't been able to rest. But mm -hmm. for her to have hung out for this many years... That's why she has to be super pissed, but also, if she's that mad, like, my thing is, like, I can't figure out if the ghost told her when she was little and she, like, freaked out and never talked to her mom, and then a couple years later, the ghost came back. It's, Corey, you decide. What do you want us to do with this? Because once you decide, we can keep going. And I, think take it she a turned, I think she'd seen her mom when she was younger, uh -huh. but it wasn't until she turned 21 that she could actually start speaking with her. I like it, because then it's like, oh, I'm just imagining my mom, because I miss her so much, and not, like, a weird thing. Because no she probably tried to tell her dad, and her dad probably was like, that's weird, go bathe in holy water, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, and, 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 like, because, you know, they don't have the Ganges River, but he was like, just, just figure it out, we'll, like, have the guru come pray, and, like, it's not a big deal. Because um, at this point, too, I, I mean, because if originally he was betrothed to his sister, you know, sister-in-law turned wife, like, he probably does love and care about her, and, like, she does love him, but also is obsessed with him. So, like, there's all of that, like, tension now, because they're all at this party together, in Cancun, for that matter, and so, like, they know they're all gonna have to, like, fly back to their separate homes, whatever. And I, I, I think Alejandra's right. Like, there's tension, they're all sign yelling, slash actual yelling, and then we need, like, we need, like, something, you know what? I think I solved a problem. Okay. Ghost mom is done. Ghost Mom is done with all of this. She's done with being in the same room as all this drama. She just wants to avenge herself and go. So she drops the chandelier because it's it's like a Bollywood movie. And so she, sorry to the rental property, but she she lets the chandelier go and it crashes to the ground like right next to her sister-in-law. And everyone's like, this is weird. Why, why did this just happen? And Alejandra, you get to take from here because I've been talking for a while. It's your turn. Right, so, if, you know, there's the whole, uh, that I just found out that her, her girlfriend used to be, you know, is, is dead to her family, and, and she had told her, like, no, everybody, everyone is my family, and my family's dead except for my aunt, and so that, that's what she's focused on, I would say, like, mm -hmm. how come you didn't tell me, uh, but at the same time, I'm, like, trying to, you know, 
negotiate this fight between between the the sister and Julieta and right. the mother and right and in the midst of that the 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 ghost is like hey listen she's right there uh you have to do something right mm -hmm. um and so there there's like this whole oh look at this horrible you know uh, from the aunt from the the murderous auntie uh being like oh look at this horrible family we shouldn't have invited them and how you know look at what, look what you're marrying into to the older sister and then the that other family drama comes into play and the and then and then that is like but but you uh, and the but she can't say it because you know it would <laughs> it's not plot convenient right <laughs> uh, <laughs> because she's you know mindful of her dad and and her sister and so the ghost gets gets angry and drops the chandelier and it drops like just next to the murderer's auntie but it hurts someone and who does Ooh. it hurt like seriously hurt uh, that is not is the murderer's auntie i'm gonna jump in this is how we find out that tia is a werewolf because it oh my god, does her. it drop one? It lands on her and she shifts so she can protect herself? Good yes. grief, this poor rental property is going to need a huge deposit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens. So, okay, so she shifts. Does she shift in front of everyone or is this just the immediate family members? Like, have they kicked everyone else out? I think they have because otherwise... Everybody it would else be on the news. out because this is like not, they did not sign up for this drama. They just signed the, up for a nice wedding with some free booze and food or whatever, and that's not happening. So they're oh, and be, out. And besides, the dad had forced them to like go through with it, like and shut up about everything else for a while, right? Right. If I remember correctly, right? Yes, so. yes. So it's, it's like awkward cakes and people are just trying to get off. Like, get out. So, I mean, there's a werewolf suddenly in the room, so there's running and falling and and screaming and I mean, Tureta's deaf, so she needs help uh, to to like the lights go out because of course because the chandelier fell out and so the right. lights go out and there's everything like the roars are around and nobody knows and so um, that is like def desperately trying to find Julieta because she needs help because she's you know. Uh, she hears sounds, but, you know, she needs help, whatever. Um, and so uh, they run away from the werewolf into the night. We were in Cancun, right? That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, we're in Cancun. So, like, the there's out in the water. People run out into the water or jump. Like, there's, oh, because there's a balcony. They're on top of the water and <laughs> they jump. <laughs> there's jumping into the water and, and drama um, and then, I mean, the night is over, and that's a horrible night. What's going to happen in the next episode? I don't know. Okay, so so we, I think we kind of ended up, you know we got too excited, and we painted ourselves into a fight. I think what? we need a two-parter for this one, because we're already at about 45 minutes. Oh, well. So I think oh, what? we are going to have to end this on a to-be-continued, and I'm going to have to, uh, Alejandro, you got to come back. Oh, yeah, I think, I think this, this is, I think, yeah, because this would have been approximately episode 150, because then the rest of it would have been, like, because of all the characters that we've added, if this goes, like, a 300, like, 300, 350 episode arc, um, they, at this point, like, what, when we do eventually come back, oh, my God, I can't believe we did this to ourselves, <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> we have to solve the werewolf issue, we have to get rid of 
we either have to get rid of the mom or the not the mom the aunt or the aunt has to do some like major atonement to like make up for killing her sister and then her sister has to like be willing to leave we also have to get Juliana <laughs> we have to get Juliana and Thara married and like like living their best lives and we also have to deal with um Juliana's sister and and Ex-fiance. Ex-fiance, now brother-in-law. And in between all of this, we actually have to finish uh, getting Shonali and her husband-to-be married. So yeah. when we come back... Obviously, I mean, I, I can't believe I just thought of this, but there was a werewolf. So somebody had to have, to have their face mauled and have a face change. Oh my this. god. I mean, if if the truth about about murderous auntie came out, and then she got face mauled, and then she came back with another face, okay, now angry. Oh my god, no, this is perfect. Okay, so actually, the reason the chandelier falls is because, like, you know what? That's perfect. I'll hand you your genius. Ghost mom <laughs> decides to just like possess her sister because at this point she's developed enough anger and like the ability to do it. So she possesses her sister, confesses everything that happens. Dad is freaking the F out because at this point he's like, literally all I wanted was my daughters to get married. Because you know what? You know what? I'm adding another thing just to make it easier for us. It was a joint engagement party. Yeah. It was a joint engagement party. They were both getting engaged at the same time. And that all works. And that's when everything goes to hell because it's like, wait a second. What do you mean there's another person getting engaged? And the dad's like, yeah, like blah, 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 blah. Anyways. We're amazing. We're so smart. We did it. <laughs> and so then the chandelier falls, and instead of hitting the mom, because the ghost leaves the body, and of course Thara's like, oh no, I thought I was going to have more time to like deal with this. Because the other thing too, as we mentioned in the last episode, there's always this big drama between like, do we forgive the bad guy? Do we put the bad guy in jail? Blah, blah, blah. So she was trying really hard to decide, like, am I going to be able to like get the forgiveness to happen? Well, clearly mom made the decision for her. And then, um, so instead of falling on, on auntie, it, well, so does it fall on both of them? Cause then. Yeah, Andy, on, on both the aunties. Perfect. They're sitting next to each other. Duh. So they both get, and then face to black. And then, um, you know, goes to hospital. We have like the required hospital seeds, plastic surgery. And then of course they think that they're, the aunt's dead. And so ghost mom is like, cool. I'm, I'm happy. I'm done. And then ghost mom leaves. And the ghost mom's part of the story is finished. But then, in like a month, Aunt comes back. And now she's even more pissed off. And since we've already been doing this for 45 minutes, we should probably just do a part two. But yes. Alejandra's a genius, so that's where we are now. Here's where we do the dun-dun-dun after we reveal that the auntie is still alive to be continued. Oh my gosh. We're so good. <laughs> That was so chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I mean, I have to be honest. We struggled to get the two stories intertwined. There was too many pieces. It got a little too chaotic with a werewolf and a ghost. It either needed to be just a werewolf yes, or just a ghost. Now we're there. Now we're there, and the real fun starts. And everybody's listening. He's like, "You mean that wasn't already coming?" <laughs> so we need to pick a time to record our second episode. We will, we will discuss that when our listeners are not here, but we will be doing a yes. second episode for a part yes. two on this. Um, I hope you guys had fun. Month, but uh, we will try to have it be at the first of August because 
We are actually doing a special episode for Ladies First at the end of this month. Uh, Taylor and I were going to be talking about um, queer sartorial choices, which is a very loaded topic. Oh, like no. everything on Ladies First, LOL? <laughs> yeah, so um, that that's going to be a time, and y'all should definitely tune in for that because I'm sure... Uh, we're we're gonna have at least one guest. I might try to see if I can finagle Sahara into coming on too. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, we may actually have four people on Ladies First at one time, but we are definitely going to be talking about queer sartorial choices. So uh, if if that is your jam, uh, you should definitely definitely tune in to next week. I mean, not next week, but the next episode, and then we will do our hardest. <laughs> to the episode after that come back with part two of this so you guys can finally hear the ending story of Thara and Julieta and this poor couple who just wanted to survive an engagement party and then ride off into the sunset together screams what a good time I hope y'all had a good time we had a great time yes Alejandro thank you for uh, joining us today and obviously you gotta come back now so sorry Oh, I, I'm not mad. Thanks for having me. Um, don't forget, we have other podcasts as well in our Fundamentals Network. Um, beneath the screen of the Ultra Critics. Uh, Alejandro, you're going to be doing an upcoming episode on that too, aren't you? About, yeah, that's uh, right. About fascism in comic book movies. Exactly. So, yeah, you'll be able to hear Alejandro guesting on that as well. Uh, we also have our weekly um TTRPG live play with Forge Academy and then Sahara and I also do That's Haram. Last week we just dropped an episode about Hajj so if you haven't checked that one out and you've been curious about it um, that is up and you can go take a listen to it and then we also have uh, Unabashed Book Snobbery and The Fundamentalists and one last podcast that I'm happy to announce that I'm going to be doing, I'm doing too many podcasts but I'm doing one other podcast <laughs> That's starting in August with uh, my fellow fragrance reviewer, John, called Sartorial Splendor. So, uh, yeah, watches, fragrances, fashion, all that fun stuff. So stay tuned for that as well. And we'll see if I don't lose my mind with all the podcasts I'm trying to juggle. <laughs> ah, Corey decides to take some uh, too many things on. It's okay. We'll make it happen. I make it work. I make it work. It's okay. Just like we're going to make this part two episode work. Plus, now Alejandra <laughs> and Sahar have time to be plotting out what they want to happen. Right. Yeah, you say this, and then I'm immediately going to forget when I get to the episode. But it's okay, because you clearly give us lots of good things to work with. So, uh, we'll see what happens. I, I will try to remind Sahar that she needs to be doing plot points. I'm going to trust <laughs> that Alejandra will already just do it. I mean, I will, no but like, it's so, it's so fun when Corey's like, here's a werewolf, and we're like, what are you talking, okay, let's do it, and then we end up with what just happened. There is a loose werewolf in Cancun, I'm not going to forget that. Oh, wait, dang it, think. we need to, we need to, like, okay, anyways, thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for listening, uh, don't forget to tune in for the next episode, and for part two of this teleserial, which we will hopefully wrap up, um, Soon. hopefully being the keyword. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Alejandra, for coming on. Thank you. Thank and you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>